Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics Then Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We have a great show for you today. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today, we've got a great show for you today. But first of all, you know the show is always great because it's your show and you're the one who goes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're live today. Give us a shout out. We are live. We are live. We are live today. We will be live today. We will be live tomorrow. Assuming I don't get run over by a truck or something like that, we will be live. We will be live. Is that is that a, a large enough shout out for you, Senor Rodnan? Anyway, welcome aboard. Michael Rodnan, welcome aboard. Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. ABQ, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain, welcome aboard. I'm continuing to scroll up. Bridge MCP, La Preciosa, como estas mi corazón? And we also have El La Preciosa Yvette Avery Herod. How are you doing, my beautiful lady in Atlanta, Georgia? Shiva Las Vegas is in the house. She says, because he will. Sup, Berto? Long time no see. Good buddy. I love the way you talk, Shiva Las Vegas. Paul Fleming is in the house from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing, my dear brother, Paul Fleming? Uh, who else have we got here? Para ver, para ver, para ver. Okay. Rudnan is going to test my reading skills right now. Let's go ahead and read it quickly, but thoroughly. Let's get busy. All right. We go this way. Egberto, a bit of a long one. I hope you read out in full. I love when my, when my brothers and my sisters who are listening to, to me say, I want you to read it out in full. Of course, I will read it out in full, sir. I will. I will. I hope you read it out in full. Yes, sir. This is a plain reading of our Constitution. You can't run for office if you've participated in insurrection against the United States. What starts with Trump will continue multiple con- uh, will continue to multiple congressmen who also participated in January 6th. It's time to clean house. The conversation, Mark A. Graber, professor of law at University System of Maryland Regents. Why 14th Amendment bars Trump from office? A constitutional law scholar explains principle behind Colorado's Supreme Court ruling. In 2024, former President Donald Trump will face some of his greatest challenges. Criminal court cases, primary opponents, and constitutional challenges to his eligibility to hold the office of president again. The Colorado Supreme Court has pushed that late that later piece to the forefront, ruling on December 19, 2023, that Trump cannot appear on Colorado's 2024 presidential ballot because of his involvement in the January 6, 2021 insurrection. The reason is the 14th Amendment to the Constitution ratified in 1868. Three years after the Civil War ended, Section 3 of that amendment wrote into the Constitution the principle President Abraham Lincoln set out just three months after the first shots were fired in the 
uh, in the Civil War. On July 4, 1861, he spoke to Congress declaring that when ballots have fairly and constitutionally decided, there can be no successful appeal back to bullets. The text of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment states in full, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such a disability. So there is a, for a way to reform if you can find it. As a scholar, if you can find the people to support you. As a scholar of constitutional law, each sentence and sentence fragment captures a commitment made by the nation in the wake of the Civil War to govern by constitutional politics. People seeking political constitutional changes must play by the rules set out in the Constitution. In a democracy, people cannot substitute force, violence, or intimidation for persuasion, coalition building, and voting. Are you happy, ABQ? Are you happy? I read it all, and it's so important that people get it. Donald Trump is a traitor, and he should be treated as a traitor that he is. Donald Trump is an insurrectionist, and he should be treated as the insurrectionist that he is. Donald Trump is an evil man. Those that follow Donald Trump uh, are simply either misguided, willfully ignorant, or decide decidedly that they do support the replacement theory fallacy and want to ensure that white supremacy reigns. Those are the only possible three categories. Willfully ignorant, simply gullible, you know, I mean, you just, you're just something in the head, and white supremacists. There are no other options that would have anybody support a person as evil, a person as flawed, a person as dumb, a person as immoral, as Donald Trump. That said, that's a statement of fact. That is a statement of fact. Just look at the guy's history. That is a statement of fact. Paul Fleming says, last night, Trump again said immigrants from Africa, Asia, and South America are destroying the blood of our country. Words right out of mouth, Kemp, right? Uh, uh, what is it? How do you say that? Kemp, Kemp, Trump? Uh, what is it? The, the, the Hitler, Hitler Kemp. I think it's, let me make sure that I get the spelling right. Uh, 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 how do you say it? Come on, guys, write it out for me. I know one of you know it. Mouse Kemp? I don't know. What is it? Hitler's book. Let's see if I can find it. I think it's, uh, part of it, part of it. Main Kemp. Can never get it right. Main Kemp is the name of the, of, of, um, his book. Donald Trump went out on stage and he yet did another lie. His wife went on a TV program and said he has the book next to his bed. 
and he read a lot of the speeches in the book. So says his wife. And he goes out yesterday and he says, oh, they're calling me a Nazi and they're saying that I put, that I read uh, Mein Kampf. And the truth of the matter is, I didn't read it. I've never read the book. Yet another lie. And I bet those who support him will, are going to eat it up. Even as his wife says, the book is on the nightstand and he reads the book. Nazi in waiting. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. I'm scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Uh, great news, Melanie. Great. Uh, Paul Fleming says, ain't it weird how Republicans are about law and order until it's them the law puts in order? <laughs> Man, I love the way you put that. You need to work with uh, brother um, Tom C. to lim limericize that. That that was almost a limerick, uh, Paul Sr. Uh, almost. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Welcome aboard, Lee Grant. Hadn't seen you before. And let's see. Bridge MCP says, I know, right, Paul Fleming? Which is true. Which is true. All right. Let's see what we got here uh, from Eric. I'm going to start reading it because I didn't see it in hell. But Alistair Waters on the line, and I want to bring our sister in. Alistair Waters, how are you doing, my beautiful lady? Hey, brother. Okay. First, it's pronounced Mein Kampf. My, how do you say Hitler's book? My mine, mine, like a landmine. Oh, okay, mine Kampf. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, well, sir. thank thank and you for the correction. Translates to my it roughly translates to like my brain, my thoughts. Oh, that kind of thing. You're German, aren't you? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, mine Kampf, mine Kampf, mine Kampf. Mein Kampf. No, Kampf. Kampf. All right. Yep. Mein Kampf. There you go. Beforehand, Alistair, I want to show our audience something. Are you looking at the screen right now, Alistair? I, well, let me, it won't, while well, I'm watching YouTube and on my phone, let me. Well, oh, because I no. just showed the audience that yeah. you and I spent some time out here at your great, uh, that great thing that yes. you did out here. Remember that picture? Yes, that was so fun seeing that was, you. And honestly, it was a beautiful day to to take down that playground. Yes, uh, you guys got a lot of work done with all that equipment. That was a lot of work that you guys did. But I just wanted to put that in for our audience to see it. Anyhow, talk to me, girl. Talk to me. Okay. One of the things that I picked up yesterday when I was bouncing back and forth between Fox and MSNBC was a lot of the people on Fox that were talking about uh, the Colorado Supreme Court decision is that Trump isn't an officer. That's one of the big things that I took from it was that he's not an officer. He's so, an officer of the like, government. I, I, I beg to differ that um, he is the commander in chief of our yes armed services of course um, he's a yes last i knew that was that's that's a level an officer level title. okay but you here uh, but here here's the thing alistair you are talking about officer as if it's as if it only means military right 
But if we go back and read yeah. what what uh, what the Constitution says, it says officer of the government, right? It didn't say officer of right. the military only. It said officer of the government, the government or being the military and everything force. else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, so, I just I found that that was a very petty and hair splitting juvenile argument. It is. It's a non. It's a non issue. Let me tell you worse, Alistair. Let me tell you what's even worse, Alistair. I want you to hear me out on this one. What's even worse uh-huh. is assuming what they said is correct. That would make Nixon and Trump's words true. And that is that uh, you can never prosecute. You can never prosecute a president for what he has done while in office. Okay. Assuming yeah. that that yeah. is correct, that statement is correct. Yeah, assuming that what they are saying is correct, that means a president could go into any. A president could do this. L- l- let me give you. Let me give an example. Let's say uh, Alistair Water is going to be running for president of the United States as the Democrat running against Donald Trump, and Donald Trump doesn't want Alistair to win, right? So right before the election, Donald Trump. Blows your head off, Alistair. Okay. He, yeah. And he remains a president, right? Because more than likely, the pe- people would have voted for somebody that doesn't exist anymore. Right? So, I mean, yep. uh, that, that what he says makes no sense. That when you say a president cannot be judged for anything he did while he was in office makes no sense. They know it doesn't make any sense, but they're pulling at straws to protect their evil being. Continue, my friend. Correct. And and one another argument that is also made with uh, concerning uh, prosecuting a sitting president, mm-hmm. it breaks precedent. It goes against precedent. Well, um, I know of a few things, one in particular that also was precedent, uh, women's rights of their body. Right. That, you know, that was precedent. Yeah. But that was broken. So, well, we, I mean, that that argument is moot as well. We have to break precedent a lot because think about it. The only reason all these precedents are being precedents are being uh, broken by Donald Trump is no other president was evil enough to do the things that Donald Trump has done. Donald Trump has broken every record from our worst president. You think about (laughs) our worst president that you can think of the slave owners, everything, all the bad presidents. Okay. Yeah. He has made it all worse for them all. So, hey, what can I say? He's ripped off everybody. Amen. Yeah. So, you yep. know, what can we say? Vote him out. Or don't let him get in. Vote him out. Anyway, anything else, Alyssa, before we continue this program? Oh, real quick, I want to laugh at Vivek Ramaswamy's reaction to Bob. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, good grief. Like, he even stood a chance. He was just a crony. That's another yes man for the orange one. Uh, I think Vivek is. Yes man. Yeah, Vivek is a, an excuse for a person. And, and, and sadly, we have to put it that way because he has no soul. Vivek is actually a Democrat. OK, uh, he's actually a Democrat yeah. that found that found a way that 
he could do better in the Republican Party, just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump was a Democrat who says who somebody told him you could win in the in the Republican Party. And the reason they told him he could win in the Republican Party. And he 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 said this. I don't remember. I had some video with him actually saying he could win in the Democratic, the Republican Party because, you know, they, they work in lockstep. And remember what he also says. Yeah. I love dumb voters. I, I Not me. I didn't say that. I don't call my Republicans no, dumb at all. I don't. They're my buddies, my friends. I love them. But he thinks that of them. He said it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said it. Okay. Opportunistic. Absolutely. Opportunistic people. And just to let people understand where I am coming from, if you listen to my show this morning, I spoke about all of us getting together, Republicans, Democrats, and all of us having to work together to get rid of this cancer. The cancer not just being Donald Trump. The cancer is much more than Donald Trump because Donald Trump is just a figurehead for the movement. All right, he's the top of the movement. But if Donald Trump dies tomorrow, that movement continues. That's what a lot of people don't understand. We have to kill the movement. We can't, I mean, just getting rid of Donald Trump is not enough. The movement has got to be defeated. Thank you very much for calling in, my sister. Hey, absolutely. Y'all have a good one. Have a good one. Folks, give us those thumbs up, those thumbs up, uh, and share the thing. <clears throat> share the uh, link to the program, please. All right, let's see. Uh, Eric says, how about just get voters to vote instead of using tools to sway things in a favor? I don't know what tools you're talking about. I we're just following the laws, just following the laws. Uh, E2247 salutes us all. Radin says, Egberto, thanks for reading that out. And yes, you had the correct reading. Remove such disability means that two-thirds of Congress could act to reinstate someone who's been removed due to being or aided an insurrectionist. All right. Eric Hayes says, the current one loves those foreign government payments. Two, don't kid yourself. Politics done right with Egberto Willis. Uh, no comment. Uh, Michael Radin says, Egberto, I'm so glad you repeatedly mispronounced that book. Hitler deserves no props, only insults. <laughs> well, I, I want to say it right. Mein Kampf. I want to be, I, I, I want to look like I, I know a little something. Mein Kampf. Mein Kampf. All right, let's continue. Uh, Michael Grant says, Lee Grant, so Trump is underwater in favorability. Yep, we know. And Maywood says, good afternoon, everyone. How is everyone this humpy day? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm having fun. You know why I'm having fun? Because I'm with y'all. Lee Grant says, that's a lot of people you have to send to the camps. I don't send people to camps. I believe we are, we all reform. We all have to do some sort of reformation. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says the five signs of fascism. One, rejecting of democracy in favor of a strongman. Numero dos. Two, stoking rage against cultural elites. Three, nationalism based on superior race. Four, extolling brute strength and heroic warriors. Numero cinco, disdain of women and LGBTQ plus people. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And it is something we've been saying that's been happening for some time now. And we have to eradicate. It is something that needs eradication and we'll do it. All right. What else we got here? Uh, Eric Hayes says, there's no words. Family mourns Leander high school student who died from suspected fentanyl poisoning. The 16-year-old junior at Leander High School died Saturday. Authorities are working to fight the spread of dangerous drugs in the community. And I think they should. 
But I want to remind you of something else. Look, um, I don't know how much drugs or, or whether she did or didn't do uh, drugs in uh, college. But I know I spoke to my daughter and I had conversations with my daughter and and, you know, she said that, you know, there are certain things that she know in college she wouldn't have tried or gotten from people to that that messed you up, etc. But while we are always seeking to blame, oh, it's the border that's causing the fentanyl overdose or whatever, there is understand this. There is a certain hurt. There's something wrong in our country where, where people resort to fentanyl, where people resort to these drugs. We have a pharmaceutical industry that keeps people medicated to make money. That's why here, even here in Kingwood, my wife had friends that she would, would hang with when they go out to do their things. And these would be people popping legally prescribed pills. That made them feel good. Of course, in the ghettos, the barrios and Appalachia, their feel-good pill is fentanyl. They can't afford the good stuff that can be a bit better controlled. You know? So instead of trying to blame all of this on immigration and all of that, blame it on the cancer that's living within our society. There is a deep cancer where people are in pain. A deep cancer in this society, bad health care, bad social services. If you want the reason behind our pain, it's not hard to find. But you got to blame the right people instead of being indoctrinated by folks like Prager University, which we're going to cover in a little bit. That's a master of indoctrination. Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, read to Alistair a person who haven't previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States. He took an oath. Yes, he did. He took an oath. Yes, he did. Eric Hay says, cartels getting rich from our government and lack of enforcement due to the wide open South. You keep, you keep uh, ventilating on, on that information instead of trying to find solution, brother. Keep doing that. All right. Michael Rodney says, President, uh, Wikipedia, presidential immunity in the United States. The president of the United States enjoys absolute immunity from many lawsuits while in office. It is legally untested whether they also enjoy criminal immunity from arrest or prosecution. Neither civil nor criminal immunity is explicitly granted to, in the Constitution or any federal statute. The Supreme Court of the United States found in Nixon versus Fitzgerald that the president has absolute immunity from civil damages actions regarding conduct within the outer perimeters of their duties. However, in Clinton versus Jones 1997, the court ruled against temporary immunity for sitting presidents from suits arising from pre-president's conduct. Some scholars have suggested an immunity from arrest and criminal prosecution as well, a view which has become the practice the Department of Justice under peer of memoranda, uh, memoranda 1973 and 2000 from the Office of Legal Counsel. President Richard Nixon, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump were criminally investigated while in office, but none was prosecuted while in office. No court has ever ruled on that matter. Yeah, exactly right. That is a very important thing that you got there. Paul Fleming says, Blinken. 
What is striking to me is that even as we hear many countries urging the end of this conflict, which we would like all like to see, I hear virtually no one saying no one saying demanding of Hamas that it stop hiding behind civilians, lay down its arms, that it surrender. That's a stupid statement by our our secretary of state. That's the most asinine statement. Hamas is a terrorist organization. It's specializing in killing people for a cause. That's what they do. Israel is supposed to be a humane, democratic state. And if Hamas puts 10 people in front of them to hide themselves, you don't kill those 10 people to get to Hamas. You wait. Because while Hamas is hiding behind those 10 people, Hamas is not killing Israelis. When Hamas comes out, of sight of those people, then they're killing Israelis. And for you who are talking about, well, they shoot rockets from a hospital or they shoot rockets from a mosque. We've given them the Iron Dome that have knocked out all these damn rockets. Maybe one or two gets through. But then look at Gaza. Look at the damage in Gaza. Look at the over 20,000 dead women, children, men, and everybody else. Then look at Israel with people sitting down and drinking coffee. They're in a state of war. They claim to be in a state of war. And they're drinking coffee at the cafe. And they're eating and they're doing things. And in, and in the West Bank, they're bulldozed. They continue to bulldoze and take land away from Palestinians. Come on, people. Stop falling for the crap. Both from Biden, Blinken, and all of them. They're lying to you because they're, I mean, they're simply lying to you. What Israel is doing is absolutely, definitely genocide. And the policies they have toward the West Bank and Gaza is, in fact, apartheid. There are no two ways about it. You are intelligent. Everybody listening to my voice right now, you are intelligent beings. Stop letting politicians tell you that what you're seeing is not what you're seeing. When you see moms and dads running through streets with dead babies in bags, when you see people with amputated legs because the, the, the building collapsed on them, there's a reporter that while he's reporting out there in Gaza, dumb bombs came and blew up three houses away from him. Explosions, people. I mean, do you know the psychological impact on innocent people because we have a a, a, a inhumane Netanyahu driven military in Israel? Do you get it? Do you understand? And to all Americans, Jewish and Jewish Americans and every other American. What Netanyahu is doing, what Biden is allowing Netanyahu to do right now. It's putting all of us in danger. Are you flying anytime soon? Are you going to fly over to Europe anytime soon? Do you feel safe with underpaid TSA people doing the screening for you for not getting uh, things on airplanes? Do you feel comfortable with the underpaid, overworked people that we don't want to hire more to get the job done? Are you, ha- are you safe? You're blowing crap up around the world. And when the blowback comes back, you wonder, why do they hate us? If you're killing over 20,000 people with American bombs and American missiles and American all these things, how would you feel if it's your brother, your sister, your aunt, your daughter, 
that is getting murdered for doing absolutely nothing. I lived that in Panama, people. Bush number one came to Panama to get Noriega once a friend of his when he was director of the CIA, etc., 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 etc. And they bombed the holy smithereens out of Colón, out of Panama City, meaning uh, Chorrillo and David, to get one man. Okay? Killed all these people. I mean, Israel may be telling Bush, hey, Bush, remember what you did in Panama. Hey, Bush, remember what you did in Iraq. Hey, Bush, remember what you did in Afghanistan. We just following our leader. People, we have to get smarter. If we want to be a humane society that we preach that we are, we have to start acting like it. And the people within this society have to also pick up that mantra and be humane. Not even if our government is behaving inhumanely, having some of our own rank and file citizens not see that rank and file citizens in Palestine, in Gaza, in the West Bank are being massacred, not seeing that, not being humane enough to see that, gives the criminals overseas the impetus to say, well, look, just like Netanyahu said, well, all those Palestinians that voted for Hamas, we can kill them. Don't you think they're going to say, well, hey, we voted for Biden. We voted for, uh, for Trump. And these are people who are bombing us to smithereens. So if we can't get to Trump and, and, and Biden, we can get to the regular American people. Because after all, then they support these people. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Don't be complicit in your government's failures. Don't be complicit in the, in the evil being done in your name. Don't be complicit. <sighs> Don't be complicit. Do not be complicit. Acknowledging that Israel is effecting a genocide in Gaza is not anti-Semitic. And it does not it does not diminish the terroristic criminality of Hamas and what they did to those 1,200 innocent Israeli. It does not. It does not remove that at all. It does not remove that. So don't be fooled into believing that if you come in support of Palestinians who are being massacred, who are being lived, who live in filth, who don't have where to sleep, who are now living like animals, having compassion for these people. Don't, don't, don't allow them to make your humanity seem anti-Semitic. Do not allow them to refer to your humanity as anti-Semitic. Because that is how they shut you down. You see, I have no fear. I will tell the truth as it is. Don't allow them to do it, people, please. We have our American humaneness must come out. We will pay the price. The blowback is coming. We will pay the price. We will pay the price. 
All right, let me continue reading. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Paul Fleming says, in 75% of U.S. industries, a smaller number of companies now control more of the business than they did 20 years ago. Corporations who gobble up competition can get away with pricing gouging because consumers have fewer options. How do we fight this? Fight monopoly power. Yeah, what we do for the things, look, it's not hard to fix the problem. Let me tell you how you fix the problem, right? For the services that we are ultimately dependent on that we must have, for those things that we must have, we must remove that out of the private sector. So therefore, energy, electricity, uh, um, health care, uh, uh, daycare for people, kids, that sort of stuff, remove that out of the private sector. And then everything else, pizza, if they don't drop the price of the pizza, I don't care if they're a monopoly or not. You don't buy the damn pizza. You don't need to have it. You can go to, you can buy your own flour. You can buy, and you can, you know, it'll create all kinds of diet. When people have good health care, a job, they can afford their energy. Everything else is icing on the cake. The private sector belongs on the parts that are icing on the cake. Because they cannot be trusted to be humane. Capitalism cannot be trusted to be humane. So therefore, we put the humanity to where it belongs. We the people. We the people are humane. Let's remember that. So that's your answer right there, Paul Fleming. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, Michael says, Lee Grant, camps, prison camps? Yeah, sure. here's a short list. In January 6th, I'll I, I, I let him read that one. All right, let's see what else we got here. I'm scrolling down before I go to our first video. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Patrick Boren. Welcome aboard. Good evening, Egberto, my friend. Good evening, Patrick. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, same for Poland, waiting for Hitler. Here you go. Uh, let's see what else we got. Lee, Michael, uh, Grant, there's one, one from Rolling Stone you might find interesting. January 6th protests. Organizers say the participation is dozens of planning meetings with members of Congress and White House staff. Two sources are communicating with the House investigators and details a stunning series of allegations to Rolling Stone, including a promise of a blank blanket pardon from the Oval Office. Wow. Uh, where, when did that come out? British? Is that a recent article? All right. Patrick Barron says Israel Zanis government is nothing but terrorists. I agree with that statement. I'm sorry. I do agree with that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Here, Patrick Barron. Let's see. If, uh, from from uh, Bruce Pollard, uh, same for Poland, waiting for Hitler. Paul S Fleming says the economy again beat expectations in November and added nearly 200,000 uh, more jobs. And the unemployment rate dropped slightly to 3.7%, a healthy level by historical standards. Uh, Barron says, not to mention having limbs amputated without anesthesia and painkillers. Uh, Bruce says, enough. Enough about what, Bruce? I guess Egberto doesn't know that Hamas is keeping the civilians in place by force. That's what they do. What do you mean? I don't know. Of course I know that. Hamas is a terrorist organization. That's what's expected of Hamas. Israel is not supposed to be a terrorist organization, even though right now they're behaving as one. Bridge MCP says indiscriminate bombing is a war crime, damning evidence of war crimes as Israeli attacks wipe out entire families in Gaza. As Israel forces continue to intensify their cataclysmic assault on occupied Gaza, uh, Amnesty International has documented on, on uh, unlawful Israeli attacks, including indiscriminate attacks, which cause mass civilian casualties. Let me tell you better, Bridge. This is important. Uh, in, in, in Hebrew, 
Netanyahu quoted a part of the Bible talking about retribution. And I don't remember what, what, what uh, part of the Bible he quoted, but in effect, he's executing what the Bible told him to do. And that is to go destroy everything. And he quoted that in Hebrew while he was giving his speech as if the United States is not going to get his Hebrew translated so that we can understand what he's saying. So for you who are defending this guy, just remember the truth. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. Prager University is an American 501c3 nonprofit advocacy group and media organization that creates content promoting conservative viewpoints on various political, economics, and social issues. Deny, uh, Dennis Prager is a serious and honorable person. No, he's not. He's an evil person that is lying to you, that creates a lot of, that in effect built, creates a lot of racists. And I tell you what, since you brought up Prager, let me play the content from Prager right now. Prager University. Prager University is no university. Prager University was created by this guy, Prager. Yeah, rich guy. All right. And what they do is they put out right wing propaganda that tries to spin history in a whitewashed manner to try to up uplift West, just Western civilization as if Western civilization was only created by white people. And if you notice some of our people who go ahead and, and uh, promote Prager University, they try to do it on the backs of others. The truth of the matter is Prager University is one of the largest misinformation engines. And the, what makes it even more dangerous is it does it in a polished form. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Great report by, uh, by this, this journalist, uh, Antonia, uh, and, and in, with MSNBC. Check this out. A conservative nonprofit group is leading the push to change how history is taught in America's schools. PragerU creates what it calls educational videos to promote, quote, patriotic and pro-American values. But critics say these videos are instead whitewashing our history. NBC News correspondent Antonia Hilton has a look inside the controversial platform. What does it mean to be feminine? Your kids may have seen these videos online. Embrace the idea of being a wife or a mother. Educational videos on everything from culture to history to climate. Without fossil fuels, much of the world's population would starve to death in a year. This is PragerU, not an actual accredited university, but rather a, quote, pro-American education nonprofit with growing school partnerships in New Hampshire, Florida, and Oklahoma. It's called edutainment. But According to CEO Marissa Strait, their videos are an answer to an education system too focused on diversity and gender. In this Los Angeles studio, PragerU's artists focus on American exceptionalism. They feel like they're serving on the front lines of saving the war of ideas in America. Since the pandemic, PragerU says it has more than doubled revenue and reached nearly 10 billion views of their videos. Founder Dennis Prager has been a controversial radio show host for years. If you're spending a good part of the day teaching kids about preferred pronouns and other what we call woke issues, then you, you're really not teaching them. What I hear from teachers of every background is that they are slammed from block to block. They are underpaid. They are underappreciated and that they don't even have time to talk about pronouns, 
gender theory, critical race theory. You can point to here or there. I don't believe that they're telling you the truth. I actually think they're lying to you. In Oklahoma, some teachers like Gabe Woolley are using PragerU in the classroom. We watched Prager's video. Here's the first thing you need to know. A short history of slavery together. After centuries of human slavery, white men led the world in putting an end to the abhorrent practice. She's giving credit mostly to white people right now for ending it before, before the acknowledgement of the pain that some of your students might actually know about and feel in their families, right? Right. And there's a lot of content that we cover that does cover that aspect. But what we almost never talk about is the reality of slavery happening almost since the beginning of time to the end of time. A few minutes down the road, families like the Reyes, who are a mix of white, Choctaw and Mexican-American, say the broader culture war playing out in schools is hurting teachers. We trust our people, right? We trust our educators. Like we said, I mean, these are this is our community. We showed them some of PragerU's videos designed for kids. 300,000 Union soldiers, overwhelmingly white, who died during the Civil War. Zoe is in fifth grade. Something that I noticed was no other culture did anything. No other culture died. No other culture tried to stop slavery, which I know that isn't true. That's extremely concerning to me because it's, you know, so much inaccuracy um, with things. What would a good American education system look like to you? Like it did in, in the 1930s, minus uh, any, uh, anything that was uh, offensive. All the bad like, things going yeah, on yeah, in the 1930s. Right. Minus, minus the bad things. Yes, that's correct. Looks good. A vision yeah. he's now trying to bring to schools nationwide. Well, 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 well. Prager University, nothing but a hacking place. Now, let's look at how uh, the bias and credibility from Prager University. It turns out factual reporting is low. Uh, overall, we rate Prager University questionable based on extreme right wing bias, promotion of propaganda, the use of poor sources who have failed fact checks and the publication of misleading information regarding immigration and climate change. Understand what Prager University is. Prager University uh, gets to people who need to find something to justify their right wing beliefs so they can then use Prager U as some source. Paid for by rich people to mislead people into believing what's false. What, you know, it's not bad if they're right wing. Right wing doesn't have anything to do with being good or bad. Some people are naturally right wing. Okay. And they believe in, in, in the things right wing believes in that are, you know, neither here or there. But look at who they are. That is their rating that I have on screen right now. Their rating is low, very low. Okay. There are not, they're not, uh, again, here it says, uh, extreme, uh, this is the, the, the reasoning for their, their tail report, extreme right, propaganda, poor sourcing, failed fact checks, false claims, bias rating, right, factual reporting, low, okay? And then MBFC credibility rating, low credibility. And just for your information, for all of you who have spent time here at Politics Done Right, who read my blogs and my mediums, I just want to give you our rating. EgbertoWillies.com, which is also uh, a sub, I mean, which is uh, politicsunright.com is a subset of. Here are we are left bias, yes, but look at our credibility. High. 
What else do we say? Overall, we rate EgbertoWillies.com left biased based on story selection and editorial position that routinely favor a progressive perspective. We also rate them high for factual reporting due to proper sourcing and a clean fact check record. Bias, right. Factual reporting, high. MBFC credibility, high credibility. All right? So my dear brother, CSAC, my dear brother, uh, uh, Lee Grant, if you really, you are here, and I thank you for being here at Politics Done Right. We just gave you a, 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 an organization that independently judges the credibility of sites. And everywhere you will find Prager University, less than factual, EgbertoWillies.com, very factual. So who should you believe? And that's what I'm telling you. There are There is a time where ignorance become willful ignorance please stop please folks do not trans do not transfer ignorance do not migrate your ignorance into willful ignorance because we can't do anything about willful ignorance we can do something about ignorance charles watson says we got to stop listening to the noise and vote blue. I agree. I agree. I agree. Bridge MCP says President Joe Biden may have put himself at risk of prosecution for aiding the committing of war crimes. An expert, he said, with his acknowledgement this week that Israel is indiscriminately bombing Gaza, which widely considered a violation of international human rights. In an interview with the UK's new published Wednesday, former head of human rights uh, watch and international law, Kenneth Roth, said that Biden essentially admitted that Israel is committing war crimes and that his statement could be used as evidence that he is culpable in those violations. Yeah. And look, I am, look, I am disappointed in Biden, extremely disappointed in Biden. Because, again, Biden is there to protect we, the American people. And by allowing Israel to do what Israel is doing right now without really hitting Israel up, what it's doing is it putting our lives in danger, our American lives in danger. Now, Donald Trump is no, will be much worse. But I'm very disappointed in, in, in Biden, in Blinken, and all of these guys. Blinken is just – Blinken earlier on was castigating uh, Israel, and he was forced to pull down some tweets. He was forced to pull down some tweets earlier in this war. Blinken was. I am so, so disappointed. And let me tell you what makes me more disappointed. When, Donald, when Biden said, if there wasn't an Israel, we would have had to create one. But that is not the only thing that gets to me. What gets to me is how can you be a leader and watch the carnage and, and just take it nonchalantly too often america has taken the carnage of others too nonchalantly okay uh prager you post factual information to which leftists are upset because it counters their fantasy belief i just gave you the the uh, i just gave you the factual the factual statement that prager university uh is factually incorrect remember john smith if you choose to be willfully ignorant that's on you all right. All right. Let's continue here. Michael Rodden, media bias check. Overall, we rate. Prick. I just read all of that. Thank you uh, for that, though. Alex Water says teaching is one of the most honorable professions. I agree. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, scary. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
All right, Egberto Willis is highly left biased and very low credibility. Actually, a, a, a person of who does the checking have already proven that you're, what you're saying is bunk, but that's okay. Uh, let's see what else we have. 51% of Americans make a median annual salary of 75000 They can afford a home at cost 256 per the National Association of Realtors. The median home price is 431 according to the federal. <laughs> doesn't compute, does it? All right, Tom Zardik, a new limerick. Let's get busy. All right. A new extended Christmas limerick. It's Christmas time and many of us gather in buildings with a proud high steeple to honor in a humble, lowly stable, a newborn baby innocent and feeble. Angels above cry out to shepherds, do not fear. And to each of us below, now and here. So together, let's resolve in this new year to work harder toward peace, goodwill, and love for all Earth's people. Steeple. People. Another one out of the park, brother. All right. Let's continue. I got one more video that I do want to show you all. Uh, let's see. Bridge MCP says you could try and give blood to some right people and they would stay. It's catch up. Good. Out of the gene pool you go. <laughs> Michael Rodin says factual accuracy is more important than bias. Allow the facts to inform your opinions and beliefs. Understand that exists disinformation. Sources are both left and center and right. Fact checkers can help you remain grounded in reality by allowing you to filter outside who have long track records of disinformation. Exactly. All right, folks. Last video of the day. Here we go. Uh, the media is acting as if Trump winning in 2024 is a foregone conclusion. The media is screwing up just like it screwed up in 2016. The only difference is they thought Hillary couldn't lose. Now they think Donald Trump could not win. So I want the media to look at itself in the mirror and just report, report and report and stop giving people the foregone conclusion that somehow Donald Trump will be the next president because it'll only come to fruition if you spoil the pot. Check this out. President Trump's attorneys are requesting that the Supreme Court not take up the question of whether he's immune from federal prosecution. That is what the special counsel wanted to do. They wanted the Supreme Court to look at it quickly. Instead, Trump's team wants the D.C. Circuit Court to go first. I want to bring in MSNBC legal analyst Danny Savalos. Vaughn Hilliard is also back with us. Danny, what's he saying in this filing? It's really what is not being said openly and what's not being said and what really radiates from between the lines of this petition is that, hey, Supreme Court, don't take this uh, because this case needs to be resolved slowly through the D.C. Court of Appeals on the normal path. And the real reason for that, and you see the petition there, the real reason for that is that the defense knows that delay in this case, perhaps more than any other case in the history of criminal prosecutions, delay works to the defendant's favor. And in fact, arguably, if delay lasts beyond the election and the inauguration, the federal cases, both of them, shall disappear. Either he'll appoint an attorney general to dismiss them or he'll try to pardon himself. But of course, the petitioner can't say that in the petition. So instead, the argument is, whoa, 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 stop the clock, slow down. This is such an important constitutional issue. It needs to be decided at a regular, 
uh, average, normal pace instead of this expedited pace. And they don't really say that's the reason why, but everybody knows that's the reason why. Let's talk, if we can, Vaughn, about what expediting this would mean to Jack Smith. Right. Jack Smith said that it is in the public interest of the American public to move this case along. March 4th is that target start date for that trial. We're expecting a trial to last about three months. July is the Republican National Convention when the Republican Party will choose its nominee. Jack Smith is making the case to move this case along. We just got this filing I mean, minutes ago here before we went back to air. And I made it to page 19 where the Trump team in their filing says, quote, importance does not automatically necessitate speed. If anything, the opposite is usually true. Novel, complex, sensitive, and historic issues, such as the existence of presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for official acts, call for more careful deliberation, not less. Hitting directly on uh, uh, on Danny's point, this for the Trump team is, uh, uh, is a motion, an effort to try to at least extend this beyond beyond March here, because this is all happening. March 5th, we were just earlier today talking about March 5th, the day of that Colorado primary, where there's the conversation with the Supreme Court, potentially removing him from the ballot altogether. That is Super Tuesday. Again, the politics meets the legal timeline here. And now we could hear within a matter of days whether the Supreme Court is going to take this up. If not, the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, they have oral arguments scheduled for January 9th. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead. Number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Uh, absolutely so. So as you can see, if you listen to what the guy said there, he's like, well, the reason why Donald Trump wants to get it delayed is because when he becomes president, he intends to pardon uh, himself or simply let it go away. They're speaking as if he is going to be there. He's going to win. People out there, good people of good heart, of good spirits, remember, you cannot allow that to happen. You can't allow the destruction of your country by a group of thugs being kind of led by Donald Trump. You cannot allow that. You got to talk to your brothers and sisters, etc. Okay, very important. Anyway, folks, another one on Prager University. That isn't a university, PolitiFact. They keep a running tally of the constant flow of misinformation. And there we go. Prager, pants on fire, false. The best they can come to is a half truth, you know? So let's remember who we're talking about, people. Prager University is not a university. Prager U is a misinformation engine. All right, folks, please remember to support the program. There are many ways to support the program. Please go to politicsandright.com slash support. That's the, that gives you all the different options in the way you can support politicsandright.com. Please go to politicsandright.com slash support and find a way to support uh, what we're doing. Uh, what about uh, our newsletter? Please subscribe to our newsletter. Our newsletter, first of all, is free of charge, okay? However, anybody who goes ahead and subscribe to it with uh, who, who becomes a paid subscriber, you get to read all of my book among the many perks. You get to read all my books online. 
free of charge and all the subsequent books that I am writing, you get to read free of charge. Just go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter, politicsandright.com slash newsletter. Support what we're doing. It is important. We Again, if you take a look at Prager University, Prager University has a ton of money behind them. That's why they can come out with video after video with plausible lies. Note what I said, plausible lies, mistruths, and misinformation. Okay? People like myself and others, we have to do it on a meager budget. So what I ask of you all, allow us to continue putting this information out there to combat the misinformation from all these people and support us by going to politicsandright.com slash support to support us and have a lot of different ways or go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter and become a paid uh, supporter of our newsletter and actually would be a paid supporter of our entire enterprise. And help us do what we do. Abuelo for tea. Te saludo desde Arizona. ¿Cómo estás, mi amigo de Arizona? Mexicano humanista. Perfecto, amigo. Perfecto. Patrick Baron says, Egberto, can you block Restream Bot? LOL. I can't, but you can block what you are going to see. Ask Bridge MCP. She does it all the time. All right. Prager University will be banned in Egberto's Utopia. No, I will allow Prager University to continue. Anyway, I got to get out of here. My name is... Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.